What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Welcome to the Pursuit of the Perfect Race. I'm Coach Terry Wilson, and with each episode, I bring stories of athletes to you that share their experiences at races in order for you to learn how to have your perfect race. We'll hear stories from athletes of all ages, abilities, and races of all distances. So regardless of where you fit in, there's something in there for you. Thanks for spending some time with me today. Now let the pursuit begin. to include like a, 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 a trail marathon, a 
tickets as long as you run another qualifier. This time here you get four tickets. So it kind of exponentially grows um, how many open tickets you get get into the pool. Uh, the pool.
even while traveling. I managed to kind of hold off my sore throat. Um, I remember uh, Friday night before the race just being so tired. Like, I, I think most you know, and your listeners can probably relate to, like, the pre-race, like, you know, tossing and turning in bed. You're lucky if you get, like, four hours of sleep. I was like the opposite. I fell asleep at 9 p.m. I was just like, I'm going to go to sleep. Like, we'll see what happens in the morning. So I got, like, a full eight hours of sleep. I slept all the way to my alarm. Woke up. Sorry, I was still there. Like, well, so crappy anyway. Like, let's just get this over with. So it was kind of interesting because I had, like, these nerves, but I also just felt like, I mean, I was getting sick. And, um, which now I'm like, oh my gosh, I had a sore throat this year. Like, with COVID, I'm like, now we're probably be like, you can't race. Like, <laughs> you know, luckily this is pre COVID. I think it was just a common cold. I doubt that I got anyone else sick. Um, but I, uh, so I raced in the day and just, it was like one of those situations where I'm like, I have no other choice. I just need to run this. Um, like, it's hot, it's stuffy, my throat's going to be dry anyway. I'm going to feel like crap anyway. Like, I'm just going to attribute all of that toward racing and not because I think I'm fighting a virus. Um, so, that year, um, it was really hot. It was um, one of the hotter years of the race. The canyons, um, if I take it out of you, it's just like stifling. Um, so, for those that don't know what Western States really is like, um, I've been following this race since like 2005, 2006, so I've been following it for a minute. Um, what is it like in your eyes being out there as an athlete on the start line? And what, is the, what are the views like? Yeah, thanks for guiding us because I'm like, I don't know, it's 100 miles. No, um, so basically, you start in the Squaw Valley Resort. You make, uh, I think it's Gosh, you might even know more than I, a thousand or fifteen hundred foot climb up to the escarpment, which is at the, the top of the resort. Um, then you kind of skim the, what's called the high country, which is um, just this high mountainous terrain. Um, you're running through rocks and wildflowers, and I mean, it's gorgeous. You just have these views of mountains and mountains um, in the Sierras. And then Around mile 30, you start dropping down into um, uh, just kind of the lower country. Like you're kind of traversing this canyon that goes along the American River. That's so that part of the race is called the canyons. It's kind of up and down. There's a couple um, pretty steep climbs. And then um, Forest Hill, which is the 100k mark, so about mile 62. Um, Forest Hill is the biggest aid station point, and that's where you can pick up pacers. So at that point, um, you pick up pacers if you have one, and then you drop back down into um, this canyon that's a little closer to the American River. Um, so you actually are on the trail 
drink from the water and race and having poison out of Thank you. 
in town. So, so Peter's crew can come to meet you prior to the finish and treat you. And my coach um, met me with about like three quarters of a mile to a mile to go in 2018. And he said, hey, Stephanie's right ahead of you. Like, you can pick it up. I think you can catch her. Like, just keep, like, keep to your turnover going. Come on, let's go. And I completely thought he was playing mind games with me. I was like, I know that you're just making this up, and I don't know why you want me to try to sprint in the last mile of a 100-mile race because I am so tired, and I'm just ready to be done. And... So then I got to the track and Stephanie was like finishing and I was like, oh my gosh, she really was that close. And I had no idea. Because I couldn't believe my coach. And I mean it was like pretty late in the race to try to make up um, in the last mile. So yeah, I mean it was a pretty close race that year and it was really hot, so I think I think it definitely took it out of people, and there was a lot, a lot of carnage in the last um, 40 miles. So, um, 2019, um, yeah, I kind of had a full, I had the, the benefit of having a full year to know that I was in for the race and to plan my training accordingly. I figured, um, I kind of knew I had worked the year before where I had a similar setup of doing an early season, uh, March 50K, and like Sonoma, and then kind of increasing my training from there. Um, so in 2019, I had a pretty strong performance at Way Too Cool. Um, 50K, I got a PR for the distance, despite crazy torrential rain and mud. Um, and that course actually is on the Western States course. Really? And so,
until like July. And so I mean, I'm training for a hundred degree race, and it's like 60 degrees out, so I've got to put on like sweatshirts, sweatpants, rain jacket, rain pants, um, just kind of create my own little like sauna to run in. Um, and so 2019, I went into it um, just feeling pretty good. I was definitely more aware of the competition and knowing that I was going in with a seated spot. Um, felt a little more like, you know, psyched up, but I've also learned from the years of like um, getting more recognized in the sport that I do not do well if I focus on other people in the competition. And so I just completely avoid around for our coverage and um, until after the race. Like, I totally love learning out on it, like, after I finished that pre-race. I'm like, I just, for my own mindset, like, I do way better if I can just stay in my own um, kind of creative environment and just around my routine. <laughs> um, um, so to kind of back up a little bit here, we were looking at the competition a little bit. Who were you really looking at going, Okay, that's kind of pretty tough to beat her. Okay, she's gonna be pretty competitive too. Like, who are you eyeballing like that? I think everyone. <laughs> because, I mean, everyone in the top 10 from the year before who had then said, yeah, I want to race again. So that's my other women. Um, plus, all the golden ticket people. Um, so, I mean, there's, I'll be completely honest, like, people like Courtney DeWalter and, like, and, and, uh, Claire Gallagher, I'm like, they, they're like in a league of their own, like, in my life, maybe they don't see it that way, but for, for my level, I'm like, well, they're going to be ahead of me, for sure, unless something bad happens, which I unfortunately did with Courtney, um, Yeah. 
future states. What was it like realizing that you were actually going to PR whenever you started getting like 20 miles out? You're like, okay, um, you're probably starting to do the math around 25 miles out, 20 miles out. But you're like, oh, the race actually starts around mile 80. I can't really start doing the math yet. And then you can tell you that you're like, okay, I'm still feeling decent more than likely. And then I go, okay, well, I still can't do math yet. So to, to, to perfect for that, then you wait till the last And you're like, okay, I can start doing the math yet. Uh, what was that? Yeah, I think three minutes. It's the, the t- 
Series 2 
is about hydration packs. Um, they make a awesome variety of pretty much everything you can make for a mountain adventure. Thanks for tuning in today. I hope you were able to learn something from today's episode. If you enjoyed the show, please take a minute to leave a review on iTunes or share it with a friend. Be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. If you'd like to see pictures from this athlete's race, learn more about who I am, what I'm doing, or be on the show yourself to share your story, check out my website at CoachTerryWilson.com. Until next time, continue the pursuit.